Every year, Miss Johnson's third grade class kicked off winter vacation with the biggest party in school. Holiday decorations stretched all the way up and down the halls, the live Christmas tree made the classroom smell just like an evergreen forest, and the food was more than the third graders could ever eat. One of Miss Johnson's students, a young girl named Caroline, was looking especially forward to the class party this year. She had told her younger brother Jack all about it as they walked to school, and now she bragged to her friends Robert and Taylor that she could easily eat more gingerbread men than they could. Caroline thought Miss Johnson's party would be the best part of Christmas this year. Nothing else was going to seem quite as jolly, because this year her mother was deployed overseas as a member of the military, and almost certainly would not be home in time for Christmas. From down the hall, the three friends saw that Miss Johnson's door was decorated like a large present. Overcome with excitement, Caroline ran towards the classroom. Robert and Taylor weren't far behind, but as they pushed open the door and ran inside, they were shocked at what they saw. No fake snow, no giant snowmen, and the only snacks were juice and cookies. Several other students sat at their desks looking disappointed and confused. This stinks, Robert whispered. Where's the party? As the rest of the class arrived, the students took turns trying to solve the mystery of the missing party. When they had all taken their seats, Miss Johnson finally made an important announcement. I know some of you have heard about the holiday party that we usually have in this class, but this year we're going to do something a little different. This year, many of our country's military members will be spending the holidays away from home and away from their families. So as a way to thank them for protecting us and to keep them in the holiday spirit, we're going to write letters to the troops overseas. When she heard this announcement, Caroline became excited about writing to people who just might be working with her mom somewhere far away. What if I'm writing to the people in charge of sending her home, she thought, and as she began to write letters of holiday cheer, she added a line at the bottom of each letter. P.S. If you work with my mom, could you send her home for Christmas? You would be my hero. But as Miss Johnson walked around the room examining the students' work, she knelt down beside Caroline's desk and whispered very quietly. I'm sorry, Caroline, she said, but the troops getting these letters probably won't be able to do anything like that. Caroline nodded and returned to her letter writing.
When the students returned to Miss Johnson's classroom after lunch that afternoon, she seemed very excited. I want to thank you all for working very hard this morning, she said, and now I have a surprise for you. I want you to all welcome Colonel Flint. He serves in the Air Force and is here to collect your letters and deliver them. The class erupted with excited chatter, but quickly hushed when a very distinguished looking gentleman in a fancy blue uniform stepped to the front of the class. Many of the students had never even seen a person in a military uniform, and they all had questions about the silver badges and colorful ribbons that he wore on his jacket. What does that one mean, one student asked. Your shoes are really shiny, remarked another. After he had answered all of their questions, Colonel Flint told the students how much their letters would mean to deployed troops all over the world. They're working very hard for you, he told the class. There is so much to be done, not only to keep us safe here at home, but also to help people in other countries who don't have the freedoms that we have here in the United States. He then went on to tell about the various jobs that military personnel do. Finally, Ms. Johnson handed him the stack of letters, and he thanked the students again for their messages. Looking around the classroom before he left, he asked the students if any of them knew anyone in the military who would be missing the holidays this year. From her desk near the front of the room, Caroline raised her hand. She told the colonel that her mother was deployed and probably wouldn't be home in time for Christmas. I know you miss your mom very much, Colonel Flint told her, and I know she misses and loves you too. There are lots of mommies and daddies all over the world helping people live better lives, but I know that means things are a little different when they are away. How will things be different at your house this Christmas? Caroline thought about all the things her family did during the holidays and how her mom made everything so special and exciting. Every year, she said, Mom wakes us up on Christmas morning with a cup of homemade hot chocolate that only she knows how to make. Dad plays old Christmas music really loud on the radio downstairs, and they both insist that we open presents before we even get out of our pajamas. After breakfast, we all play outside in the snow, then we get dressed and go to Grandma and Grandpa's for the rest of the day. And on our way home at night, we always drive around town and look at decorations. Our dad is still taking us to Grandma and Grandpa's, but everything will seem different. It just won't be as much fun without having Mama with us. And then, Caroline thought, maybe the troops getting her letters couldn't help, but what if Colonel Flint could get her mom home? Maybe this was her big chance. Before he could walk out of the room, Caroline asked without even raising her hand, Mr. Colonel Flint, could you bring my mom home for Christmas? You would be my hero. Colonel Flint looked sadly at Caroline, knowing he would not be able to fill such a request. I'm sorry, young lady, he said. I'm afraid I don't have the authority to do that.
After school, Caroline walked home with her brother Jack. She was still disappointed and hoped to find some way to get her mom home for Christmas. If only there was someone who could grant wishes or work magic. And just like that, she had a brilliant idea. That's it, she shouted to Jack. Santa Claus! He doesn't need anyone's approval. I know I've been good this year, so he'll have to do it. She ran the rest of the way home, dragging Jack by one arm, and by the time she had burst through the door, she had already devised the letter in her head. Snatching a piece of paper from her backpack, she wrote her letter to Santa and ended it with her familiar request. I don't need many other presents, she wrote, but if you could bring my mom home, then Santa, you would be my hero. But when she asked her dad to look over the letter, he told her that even Santa couldn't get her mom home any sooner. She sent the letter anyway, just in case. A week passed and the days got even shorter, but to Caroline they seemed to drag on and on until finally it was Christmas Eve. She hadn't forgotten her letter to Santa and hoped that maybe her dad was wrong. Maybe Santa could get her mom home. Maybe then it would actually feel like Christmas. Nothing else felt like the holidays. It hadn't even snowed this year. She and Jack went to bed early, tucked in by their dad, who seemed more enthusiastic than usual. Caroline drifted in and out of sleep, and at one point could have sworn she heard the sound of reindeer hooves dancing on the rooftop. Was that Santa? Had he gotten her letter? Maybe those noises she heard were the sound of Santa bringing her mom home just in time for Christmas Day. Then again, she thought, it's best not to get too excited. It's probably just the wind. Caroline lay in bed and thought about what her mom was doing in faraway places and what she might be doing for Christmas. She also thought of the troop she had written to and hoped the letters from her class had lifted their spirits. And as she thought of her mom and the other troops, Caroline fell into a deep slumber. She was fast asleep when the first snowflakes started to fall. When Caroline opened her eyes the following morning, she found it hard to be excited about Christmas. She took her time getting out of bed and didn't even notice the music that was playing downstairs. And when she shuffled past her bedroom window, she didn't even see the heavy snow that had fallen overnight. But as she made her way down the stairs, she thought she smelled the familiar aroma of her mom's special hot chocolate. I must be dreaming, she thought, but then something unusual caught her eye. 
Sitting by the front door were two suitcases and a large green duffel bag. Caroline stared at the baggage for a moment and then heard a familiar voice say, Good morning, sweetheart. She turned around just in time to see her mom kneeling down, still wearing her military uniform. Shocked and at a loss for words, Caroline simply jumped into her mom's open arms. As they hugged, Caroline wondered how her mom had made it home in time for Christmas Day. Maybe one of the troops she had written to had sent her mom home. Maybe Colonel Flint had found a way, or maybe it was her letter to Santa. However it happened, Caroline knew who her real hero was. Someone who worked hard to help people in need, kept her and Jack safe from all the way around the world, and still managed to be home just in time for the holidays. Yes, Caroline realized that her mom was her hero, and this was going to be the best Christmas ever.